Welcome to the No Picks After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we have the fabulous Tawanda here. How are you doing today, Ms. Tawanda? I'm doing well, thank you. Hey, I'm glad you could step in uh, the pod and, you know, rock with us today. I like it, I like it, I like it. So today, we we're, we're going to be talking about dating while you're 50 or in your 50s. Dating at 50. Wow. Challenging. Is it? Challenging. Okay, okay. Uh, can we give everybody a little background about you before we go into dating? Give us a little background. Okay, I'm currently 51 years of age, uh, was married for 17, well, in a relationship with my ex-husband for 17, married for 12. Um, We dated uh, five years and and was uh, engaged for five years. That was crazy in itself, but still. Um, Out of the marriage, two kids, um, I have two sons, one's 22 and one's uh, 16. Okay, so we fast forward to after marriage. After marriage. And now we're going to the dating scene. Yep. So how different has the dating scene changed oh my since you from back in the day to now? Oh my gosh. Um I don't know if dating has changed or if the world has changed. It is so different. Everything is according to social media now. And for those of you, and I'm sure none of you know this, that I don't have any social media. I am no Facebook, no Instagram, nothing. Um, that's just not my world. Um, I guess you're an outlier then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only person on earth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I, actually, it's funny. I am off of Facebook because I don't feel like hearing about people's lives. I don't give a rat's ass about your life or your kids or your what issues you're going through every day. Right. So I, I totally understand that. Doesn't interest me. Um, I'm not a person that needs um, so many likes uh, to validate who I am. Um, and when it first came out and I heard that you had to have so many friends, I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, you have to use a different terminology because all those friends, that's just too much drama for me. Uh, that <laughs> was say enough. Drama for your mama. Nobody has time for that. Don't want it. Don't need it. So, so we're talking about dating. Dating. Uh, wow. Okay. So, I mean, I remember when I was dating back in the day, uh, you had to reach out, call somebody, uh, meet their parents, yeah. or you had to meet their family. It wasn't just a click here, click there. It was more personal when I was dating. Right. It's totally different. Okay. And thank goodness you're married because you wouldn't want to go through this. Correct. Thank goodness you're married. Stay married. Um, do you remember the old telephone, Alexander Graham Bell? The phone would ring and it had a one way and then we upgraded to two way. And that's how we talked on the telephone. Things are so different now. It's um, I don't know if it's it seems like everything is just. Uh, sleeping around now, you know, everybody's so comfortable with sleeping around and the booty call scene and, you know, texting, you know, people don't even want to call and ask for sex. They'll text you for it. (laughs) (laughs) So basically a text would be like, what are you doing tonight? Netflix Netflix and chill. (laughs) Or is it more graphic? Uh, it could be more graphic depending on the relationship that you have with the person. Let's just say, you know, I know someone um, and I've 
talk to him enough to exchange phone numbers with him. Hey, you know, and we knew each other. And then I started getting messages from him, you know, daily he would speak and say, hello, good morning, beautiful, this, that, and the other. Um, but when it came time to when he thought he wanted to see me in a certain type of way, uh, I would also receive a text and I thought, damn, <laughs> really? This is how it goes? So I guess it's uh, not like the song, reach out, touch someone's hand, make this world a different, better place if you can. No, it's reach out and text someone. <laughs> so I'm thinking, really, is that all it is that, you know, we're just going to text? You know, I, I'm from the old school and I thought, and this is how I choose to date. Now, we're going to talk. We're going to communicate. So that's the problem that we have here now. I think everybody's into this um, social media inboxing one another, and they think this is the way the life is supposed to be. No, you're supposed to talk. You're supposed to touch one another. You're supposed to sit across from each other, wink an eye, blow a kiss, um, feel a hand or something. Uh, but people are so comfortable behind the keyboards now that dating has even fell into the lap of the keyboard, that people just want to date behind the keyboard and they just want to text and punch numbers and send um, emojis about sex. And, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. Eggplant. Eggplants. <laughs> I, I was like, what is that? <laughs> I'm so, so <laughs> clueless when it comes to stuff like that. I actually had to ask guy, what is that? He was like, what does it look like? And I was like, I don't know. I, it's like, come on. <laughs> That's how out of the loop I am. And, you know, ask me for it. Or um, and sit next to me or insinuate it. Send a text. So do you think technology has hurt the dating field? Meaning instead of being personal, it's interpersonal as far as communicating with each other and whatnot? Yes. I think people are lazy now. They don't want to work for it. They just text it. You know, it's like, and we're guilty of it too, women. We're guilty of it too, because we allow that to happen. We allow someone to text us and ask us for sex and we meet them someplace and do it. And then later on, they text you and say, thank you. <laughs> we're just as guilty. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> are you serious? No, there's no more dating. Um, uh, I expect dating. I expect someone to take me out. Um, we're going to have fun. We're going to laugh. We're going to do something. We're not just going to hit the sack. We are not going to hit the sack. I, I get that. And that's, that causes that. challenges too. Because that's a whole different situation. Yeah, it causes <laughs> challenges because there's so many people out there who accept this. That I was told by someone that everyone is doing it. And I thought, what a stupid ass. What do you mean by that? What, what is it? What, I don't, where, what is everybody doing now? Everyone is seeing someone else and everyone is just, you know, that this is the way it is, T. We're texting. Um, we're, this is the life and, and you, you're not up to par. You know, why don't you get with it? This is how it goes. So would you contribute that to your age or the generation you grew up in or that has, has the times passed you by? I don't think it's because of my age, because there are people 
of the same certain age that are doing the exact same thing. I just think that technology makes everything a little bit more easier um, and make people choose to be lazy because of it. You know, um, the concept of the technology was made for, it, it was for a particular purpose or a particular reason. And people are choosing to use it for whatever cause they have. And it, it just makes you a little less, um, dating is less personable at this point, I think. Um, people would rather just say, hey, what you're doing by text instead of picking up the phone and saying, hey, what are you doing? You want to go out? And I've watched people. I've watched my girlfriend who literally is sitting in a living room. We're all there and she's receiving a text from her friend. And and I'm thinking, well, he's not married. You're not married. Why aren't you picking up the telephone and talking to one another? They're constantly texting back and forth. And then she says, I got to go. I'm, I'm you know going, what that means. yeah, I got to go. I'm, I'm going to meet him. And I'm thinking, you scutterbutt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've known I, um, just from what people have told me is that it's much easier to communicate through text because sometimes you really don't feel like talking to this person. Well, please talk to me if you want to do something to me. Talk to me. You're going to have to. I just can't. It Texting has its place in life. I think, you know, I'm not totally against all of the texting because it has its place in life. It, if you want to send a quick message to someone, um, I'm on my way, I'm not going to make it, whatever. But there has to be a time when you're actually speaking to the person. You, I mean, you can't text everything about your life. You have to actually sit down with someone to, you know, to find out who they are, what makes them this way, um, what they like and dislike. At least I would think. Now, have you ever gone on a date after texting with someone and kind of found out their personalities are terrible? It doesn't match. It doesn't do anything. So basically you're texting, talking to one person and then it doesn't match up with what you have been texting with for the last week or so. Is this thing on? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. You can be who you want to be online or, or texting uh, behind the keyboards. You can be a keyboard bully if you want to. Um, but there are a lot of times where people tend to believe that they are something that they are not. Like I've had several people say to me, I'm so laid back. I'm laid back. I'm chill. And you sit next to them or across from them at a restaurant, and they're totally different than laid back and chill. Everything is so hype, and you know they're cursing and they're saying things out of their mouth. And you're like, wait a minute, where's the laid back and chill person? That you're not, you know. I I don't know, but people have totally different ideas about dating now than than we did back in the day. So if you can give our listeners, give us a story about, you know, your dating uh, life right now. I mean, you don't have to get in depth, but give us some stories about with the texting and dating and how that's working out right now. Well, right now I am sort of like not dating anyone particular. Um, and it's because, uh, you know, the situations out there, like everyone has a different idea about dating than I do. And the particular person in my life is going to be um, very unique 
he's he's going to be very unique and I know that it's going to take some time to find him or him finding me because he's going to have his own um, life. He's going to have a job. <laughs> he's going to be gainfully employed. He's going to have his own place. And uh, you would not believe how many men out there of a certain age do not have their own place at this time. I am shocked and appalled. I'm looking at you with two different heads right now. I'm looking at you with four different heads. There are so many people who are quote unquote with a roommate, uh, <laughs> with um, helping their mothers out. I am so freaking floored. Wait a minute. So you've dated a guy who is of age <laughs> and lives at home with his mama. Well, this particular guy doesn't live at home with his mother, but he lives at home with somebody's mother. <laughs> so it's like, are you serious? And that's one of my, I just can't, that is a no go for me. But for some reason, I allowed him to talk because, you know, it's a deal breaker for me. That and smoking are deal breakers. Um. Uh, but I chose to be a little more open-minded after speaking to my girlfriends. Um, we were sitting around having lunch and they said, well, you know, considering certain situations, you know, it's possible. You, you should be a little more open-minded, a little bit more flexible. And uh, the person did appear to come off um, having some of the other qualities that I thought. But I'm thinking, what is a deal breaker if that does not mean deal breaker? You know what I mean? Like, why am I allowing my girlfriends to tell me it shouldn't be a deal breaker of mine? This particular guy tells me that he's living with his peoples. <laughs> peoples. Peoples. She's air quoting right now. So none of you guys can't see it, but she's air quoting right now. I'm staying with my peoples right now. But I soon to have my place real soon. And I said, so... Um, what peoples are we talking about? Um, my brother and his wife. Okay, so maybe he's going on a little hard times. Money might be tight, so he's living with them or helping them out or wherever it may be. I'm, I'm just trying to give him just trying to give him benefit of the doubt at this moment. I don't know the whole story, so go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No, interrupt no more. <laughs> <laughs> benefit of the doubt, I wish. So, you know, I would want to believe some of those things were the case, too. By no means was he helping someone out. Uh, he tends to be the gentleman who um, makes excuses. Um, he he lays with a woman and that becomes his home, as I soon there find out. Like listening, all you have to do is listen to a person a little bit and, you know, they'll tell a story. So is he a rolling stone? He's a rolling stone. Okay. And the stone is still rolling. Uh, he tends with whoever he's dating. You know, there's a new group of men out there now. They're uh, women chasers or hunters or something like that. And they're looking for come ups and they're finding women that they think or appear to be vulnerable. And they sell a story to these women and they wind up living in the woman's house. And, um, yeah, it goes like that. And from this girl to that girl to that girl to that girl until, you know, you turn around and you're 50 and you don't have a home of your own. So each time you break up with someone, you have to find someone else to move in with. This is ridiculous, gentlemen. Guys, you got to do better. You got to do better.
So this guy is quote unquote living with his brother now because he just broke up with one of his other uh, girlfriends or baby mamas or whatever. Uh, and he has a room of his own, which makes me believe that you've been here for a long time and you planned on staying, <laughs> you know, like you have a room of your own. Okay. Um, so, so he's renting, he's renting a room. I can't say that. I think he's even renting. I uh, never heard him say anything about paying bills. Um, now nah, I, I think he's. I don't know what this guy's doing. I just think he's there. Um, he provides food from time to time. He helps out with cooking. He's he's a pretty good cook. Um, but I think this is where he's going to be living until he finds another young lady uh, to move in with. And he thought that would be me. And that is a, a no. So how did he approach you in this? Like, how did he try to so uh, li- manipulate the situation and try to move in your place? Well, I had put that out there from from the get go. There will be no shoes underneath my bed. But, you know, he thought he was different. So he we went out on a date. We met um, a quick meet. Um, we went to Fridays for lunch. Um, he was a pure gentleman. When I saw him at sight, I was thinking, oh, my God, this guy is gorgeous. You know, he's he's better looking than I thought he was, you know, and um we actually had a good time there. Um, we seemed to click real quickly to the point that the waiter thought we had been dating for a long time, but that was our very first date. So we kind of got good vibes there. Uh, he was on his best behavior, let's just say. Uh, from that point, I was having issues with my tire. Well, I had issues first so we with my tire, but we met there, and afterwards he... Uh, took me to a tire store to purchase a new tire for me, which I thought, oh my gosh. He bought you a brand new tire. A brand new tire. A brand new tire. Okay. I mean, he sounds an up and up. I thought so too. I thought, okay, we might have a keeper here. You know, he offered this and I said, you know, are you sure? He was like, yeah, come on, let's go. So we went there. I mean, everything's going fine. Um, We had so much fun with one another. It it was looking like a great day. We wound up spending the rest of the day with one another. He said, uh, come on, um, I'm having such a good time with you. I I really don't want to go. And I'm thinking, okay, I feel the same way. But he says, well, how about let's walk around the reservoir? And I was like, okay, fine. He says, so why don't you just go home, put on something, you know, some sneakers and something that we can walk around and, and I'll meet you back there. I thought, wow, this is really nice. We met for lunch. He purchased a tire. Um, he wants to walk around the reservoir, be seen in public, so he's not married. He's, you know, you would you. These are certain things that women are looking for to see if if he's still attached to someone else. But if you want to be seen in a public place like the reservoir, t- chances are you're not attached. So I'm thinking, okay, this might be a keeper here. We walk around the reservoir. We're having a great time. We're sharing. We find some some more commonalities going on and everything. Um, I thought this is going to be nice. Fast forward two days. <laughs> I was waiting for the butt. <laughs> the shoe to drop. Yes. So this is two days later. I, I want to be nice and give it two days. 
this gentleman, and I'm being nice. This is uh, not a family show, so you can say whatever you like to say. This son of a, you know what, has multiple personalities or something. I mean, he goes from being the best guy on the very first date to what the fuck? <laughs> on, by the second day, of, you know, the, the next day we're having, you know, we're texting. He's this truck driver. Um, so he's on the road early. He calls me um, or he asked me on that very first day if he could call me or text me in the morning to say good morning or whatever. So we do those things. It's, it's sweet. It's cool. But he wants to talk the entire day while he's driving. Needless to say, I'm at work and I can't talk all day, but he wants to. And I'm starting to feel the clinginess, you know, like he's very clingy to me. And I'm thinking, okay, it's cute, but it's not so cute. We're of a certain age, you know, there's time. We need to understand that there there's employment going on here. We're not high school kids. So whenever I need to get off the line, he's like, well, make sure you call me back here. Make sure make sure you call me back. Well, it seems like to me he's like a stage five clinger. He really wants you to be around him the whole time, talk with you all the time. And yes. He's, he's lonely. Could he be lonely? Needy. Okay. Needy. Okay. I think needy is the thing. And it's, in my opinion, from, from previous um, associations with folks, I think he's needy to the point that He's needy, but he wants to flip it to make me think it's his his desire to be with me. You know, like he's trying to play the mind game. Like, I like you that much that I want to talk to you all the time. One thing I don't like is a needy man. I want you to like me, to want me, those type of things. I don't want any man to need me because I don't want to need an, any man. You know, and I think it might be appropriate on one end if a woman has those needy things for men because men tend to want to be needed. But if you're going to be the man in my relationship, you better not need me. I want you to want me, desire me, need me. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is wrong. (laughs) I can't do I can't do that. Can't do that. So, uh, so what happens going forward with you and him right now? So you guys are talking two days later, texting, calling all day oh long. Oh my gosh. So at this point. I can't go to bathroom without him. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. Um, I'm going to have to do something. And one thing else I noticed is that this gentleman, this guy, he's so negative everything is on a negative sense like first so what happened to the nice guy with the tires walking around the reservoir hanging out having a great time Uh, how do we go from a to z that quickly all right right maybe he forgot to take the medicine or maybe he never (laughs) went to pick up the prescription but the other couple of people started to show up (laughs) <laughs> by the third day okay. other people started to show up it, it sort of got a little crowded if you know what I mean and uh everything came out of his mouth was negative first and and I tried to bring him back you know like 
he'd be riding down the street and he'd say, come on, bitch, get out of the way. And I'm like, hey, 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 who are you talking to? This bitch in front of me, she's slowing me down. I got to make this. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. First, (laughs) it's six o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Who wakes up that damn angry six o'clock in the morning? Secondly, you're talking to me and you're calling some other woman a bitch. I don't like that, you know, because warning signs, warning signs, <laughs> ladies, let's not believe that he's calling her a bitch. Then he won't call you one, you know, and, and this is a fresh relationship. So I'm like, okay, no, I don't like that. I'm like temper, temper, you know, you're a truck driver. You're out on the road. You should be used to this type of stuff. And this is a new relationship. Impress me like you did the first day, you know, the very first day. So I'd pull him back in and he's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Now, initially, when I'd pull him back in, all he was says, well, I'm so glad I met you. I I prayed about you. I asked God to send you my way. (laughs) And he sent you to me. Uh, You're going to be good for me. And I'm thinking, oh, boy. (laughs) You know, but as the time went on. I started to get on his nerve whenever I'd pull him back and I'd like, okay, wow. You know, so let's push a little further. I continue this with him for a little longer and we go out on a a date to a crab feast. I thought this would be a good time to bring him in. Um, We've been seeing each other a little bit and there's um, a man in my life that I call my dad. Um, He's not my birth father, but by all rights of love and caring and and teaching, he is he is my dad and and no one can take that away. Um, So my dad was having um, he wasn't having a crab feast, but he and his family were going on a crab feast. And and he uh, said, T, why don't you come on and go to this crab feast um, tickets? So I said, fine. I asked him, my friend, if he wanted to go, and I got the tickets for the both of us to go to the crab feast. Uh, We're enjoying ourselves at the crab feast. But he would find little things each and every time to complain about something. Oh, my gosh. And let's just say his name rhymes with complain. So I would call him complain his name. I was like, this is all this guy does. And and it's starting to drive me crazy. So I was like, oh my gosh, would you just calm down on a complaining? I mean, he's complaining that the people aren't bringing the crabs to the table quick enough. He's complaining that um, he went up and bought a pitcher of beer back and he only poured one in it. You know, we're at a table and you brought the two pitchers back for everyone. I only got one cup out of it. Um, the string beans are cold. The chicken is hot. Uh, the music they're playing. Uh, they should have let that song play a little longer. Uh, I'm like, so he sounds like Debbie Downer. Oh my gosh! So at this point, you're you're interested in the family. You're this is this is going in no bad direction. Right well, um, I say family because that that would be dad. Um, he never met the kids. Oh, good. No, no, he never met the kids. It it takes takes more than that to meet my kids. So what exactly 
Um, like, what was it? So, what happened? Like, what what was the end game of all of you guys? Well, relationship, quote unquote. Uh, well, that was going downhill real quickly, as you could tell. Um, and then I started questioning myself, like, why did I even allow this to go that far? But you know, it was company at the time, and we did have some things in common. Um, we had fun. We talked. We could talk as long as he wasn't um, negative about a conversation, we could get along well. Um, so there was a time we were riding down the street and, um, we were having such a great time this day. I'm telling you, it, it just happens like day and night, all of a sudden, like another person shows up (laughs) (laughs) and we're riding down the highway and I'm thinking, Oh, I'm really enjoying this guy. I like him. This, this, this just might be something that can last more than two months. <laughs> so, so I said, um, hey, babe, um, there was a sign that says Dunkin' Donuts. Could you pull off the road so um, I can get me some coffee? That is my favorite thing in life besides Pepsi. You know, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I'm on it. I'm having a good time. Dunkin' Donuts, you could sponsor also or Pepsi. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, babe, pull over uh, the next stop. Uh, I want to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Out of nowhere, he has this other person just shows up. And he's angry. He's like, well, why do why, why you need to go to Dunkin' Donuts? Well, um, next time, I'm going to need you to drive yourself if you want to go to Dunkin' Donuts. What? We're having a good time. You know, we're, we're smiling, we're laughing, um, we're affectionate, we're holding hands while we're driving there. You know, we're talking about all sorts of things. And because I asked to pull over, to, babe, could you pull over at the next stop, um, exit? I saw a sign that says Dunkin' Donut. I want to get me some coffee. And he's like, and I'm thinking this is going to top the day off because we're, you know, we've had some good times together and everything. And I'm like, this is just, this is going to be it. And it turns into the worst thing ever. Like I called him a bitch or something. I was like, could you, babe, could you just, and literally, babe, could you pull off at the next exit so I can get some Dunkin' Donuts? Well, the next time I'm going to need you to drive yourself uh, if you want to keep pulling over. I was like, keep pulling over. I only asked you to pull over one time. And this is your car. And this is my damn car. (laughs) Okay, he's driving me in my car down the road. But okay, fine. I was like, babe, just just pull over. He was like, well, well, you could have told me sooner. I was like, we're not even near the exit yet. What I mean, like, why do you want to complain about that? Just whenever you can move to the right, get off the exit. So he finally does it after all this bitching. And he's going off the exit and he says, well, which way do I go? I said, well, you're the truck driver. Can't you read the damn signs? <laughs> that, that must have been a little too much to say out of my mouth. When keeping it real goes wrong. When keeping it real goes wrong. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I said, well, you're the damn truck driver. Can't you just read the signs? He was like, well, look, you ain't going to be talking to me like that. And I'm like, talking to you like what? What? And he says, um, oh, no, 
we're not going to start this off like this. And I'm thinking maybe he's having a flashback from a previous relationship. You know, you men often tell us women, don't bring your last crap into the new stuff. And I see it every day in guys. And when it happens with guys, uh, they don't want anything to be said. Just let, let me be heard. But if a woman does the exact same thing, we're labeled, we're crazy. We, we can't, I mean, we get labeled with so many different things. And all I wanted was some damn Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And I thought this would just top everything off. And I was like, damn. I said, babe, you're blowing my fucking high. Oh, my gosh. What did I say that for? (laughs) Probably not the right move. Probably not the smartest thing to say at that point. The car could have just stopped in the middle of the highway, just like, He's like, oh, we are not. I'm like, I cannot believe how we went from having this beautiful time. Maybe he likes Starbucks. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Maybe he's not a fan of Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know what went wrong, but this is classic for the type for this person, for this individual. Uh, he just would not let it go. He from that point on. He didn't want to talk to me. We went to the, he found the damn Dunkin' Donuts. Um, He didn't want to speak anymore. I was like, so is this how we're going to have this? This is, this is the way we're going to handle this. You're not going to talk to me. Oh, I'm not going to talk. But if you want to say something, you can say it if you want to. I was like, so am I going to talk to myself? I said, I thought you and I had always decided that we would discuss whatever problems we had. Oh, I don't have a problem. You have a problem. You have a problem in the way you talk to me. I was like, and what did I say that made you mad or offended? Oh, you're just not going to be talking to me that way. Because if you start off talking to me like that now, I mean, and we're fresh in a relationship. Like, God, all I was saying was pull off at the, I mean, I find myself sort of like. All I wanted was a cup of coffee. All I wanted was a damn cup of coffee. To, to just highlight this this feeling that I had. It was just like the coffee would have just signified everything that had happened. And it was just a good time, a good feeling, and just top it off with your favorite coffee. Well, I'm going to cut you short because we're coming to the end. But I'm going to leave the listeners with this because this is going to be to be continued. Is there a certain type of guy, sounds like, that you attract, that you like? Yes. Sounds like to us. Crazy. (laughs) To be contained. Crazy shopping's crazy. (laughs) To be contained on a no picks at the Dark Podcast. Have a good night, folks.